Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday afternoon, hoping all's well with you out there today. I don't have a whole lot to share with you today other than the fact that I kind of noticed something that I, I looked at a couple years ago but didn't, didn't notice at the time as much. Um, maybe I looked at this before I was doing the show. I don't know. When did this come out? Well, anyway, I was looking at the key substance use and mental health indicators in the United States. Results from the 2021 National Survey on Drug Use and Health. And when you open that one up, and I'll link it in the description, and you type find Kratom mentions, comes up on a few pages. And it's just always, to me, it's always interesting to see where kratom is like put amidst all of the other substances no matter what it is um whether it's toxicology which is more straightforward whether they find it or not or if it's more like uh specific you know there's this there's this actual survey asking people uh you know to 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 answer questions about substances and how do they display the data and everything in between so I'm looking at this and something that stuck out to me, few things, but mainly like Kratom is just such an outlier all the time. And I don't just mean that it's an outlier as, as compared to like the other main substances you might think of, tobacco, alcohol, um, let's see, what else do they have? You know, like completely illicit drugs that anyone would name, cocaine, you know, heroin, things like that, fentanyl, when it's used not as a medication the way that it's supposed to be prescribed, which they do talk about that. Um, you know, it, it's in this category, other substance use, and it still is an outlier. So in other substance use, not reported as any of the other things, there's GHB, which I believe is quote unquote, the, the date rape drug, um, non-prescription cough or cold medicine being abused, synthetic marijuana, including K2 spice, or spice, I mean, and then um, synthetic stimulants like bath salts, flocka, and then there's kratom, and so okay, what am I finding from this? In that category, it says other substance use in the past year. They obtain information for the use and misuse of additional substances that can produce mind-altering effects. These substances include all the ones I just mentioned, and. It says that for Kratom, for Kratom, this is talking about um, not specifically the survey as a whole, but when talking about substance use treatment questions, if they reported lifetime use of alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, heroin hallucinogens, inhalants, or methamphetamine, or a lifetime misuse of prescription psychotherapeutic drugs like pain relievers, tranquilizers, stimulants, or sedatives, they were eligible to answer questions about substance use treatment questions. 
they were not allowed to answer substance use treatment questions if they were lifetime users of tobacco products or other substances like, and it says EG, example, Kratom, but who did not report lifetime use or misuse of the substances mentioned in the previous sentence. They were not asked, they were not asked to the substance use treatment questions. So right there, I found that interesting because it's kind of like taking, it's pointing out Kratom like as the example. And then uh, it's saying like, you know, or tobacco. It's like, okay, everyone knows tobacco is addictive and it's going to kill you eventually. Um, and so I don't know why they're like not including that. Maybe someone can point it out. I'm not saying it's wrong necessarily. I just, I don't understand. But they're saying that they didn't ask people the questions about substance use treatment if that applied to them. So that means anyone who has taken Kratom and said that they were, that they've taken it even their whole lives, but they were not, were not lifetime use or misuse members of any other drug group um, in that previous sentence. And I just, I don't know why that would be. Like, why, why not? I mean, the whole, the whole problem with like, <laughs> the whole problem with when you have a substance use issue and, and you need treatment or they want to ask you about treatment questions, why wouldn't they want to have data on people in those situations it's like they only are interested in the things that i guess how do i frame this i would assume that this is the case that they that they ask people about substance use treatment mainly those who are taking the crazy strong drugs or misusing their prescriptions but i i guess i just didn't assume that they wouldn't ask questions to people who like were only taking kratom I hear people all the time, you know, in forums online talking about how they are, they abused Kratom and it was the worst thing they've ever done in their life. Um, but like, why, why wouldn't we like ask the same questions to them? What is it about that that would skew data for anybody? So I just don't understand that. And it kept popping up and I just, I just don't get it. But again, I'm not trying to make a specific point on that. Something else that did pop up, um, Kratom use. So they asked people 12 or older, so everybody 12 or older, um, about their use of Kratom in 12 months before the interview. And among the people 12 or older in 2021, 1.7 million people used Kratom in the past year. So 2020 to 2021, 1.7 million people reported using Kratom, 0.6%. So this is... 12 or older. Okay, now, the percentage was lower among adolescents 12 to 17. That's 0.2% or 45,000 people. That's still a lot. Um, then among young adults, 18 to 25, that was 0.8%, 284,000 people. So that's a good amount. Adults age 26 or older, 0.6% or 1.4 million people. Now, I found the next year's report, too. And I wanted to find basically the same question. First off, they were also excluded from that uh, series of questions about substance use treatment. So again, someone, I would love it if you kind of understand this stuff better than I do to tell me why they weren't included and why you don't include cigarette smokers because they're, even if that's all that you're doing, I mean, you can, that's a 
lifelong addiction, I think, personally, but uh, I don't know. Um, same, same sort of scenario. Now, here's the answers with this one. People age 12 or older, 0.7% or 1.9 million people. So it went up. The amount of people who reported Kratom use between those two years went up, uh, at least in age 12 or older. So it went from 1.7 million to 1.9 million. 12 to 17 year olds went from 0.2% to 0.1%. That's 45,000 to 26,000. 12 to 17 year olds reported using it in the past year. Um, Adults, young adults, 0.8% was 2021, 1.1% 2022. So that's, that's, so there's 284,000 people in 2021, 18 to 25 years old. 2022, that's uh, 371,000 people. So that's a fair bump up. That's like, that's like 90,000 more people reporting that. And then, it also went up in adults 26 or older, went 0.6% to 0.7%. That was an increase of about 100,000. Now, I guess the thing that I'm looking at here that's kind of surprising to me, where is the shift here? It's like, okay, adolescence 12 to 17, you see a pretty big decrease in the amount of people taking Kratom 12 to 17 years old between 2021 and 2022. But they're reporting it just the following year. I mean, like, I'm assuming that the overlap is not too far off. Like, if you're asking someone, what have you done the past year? And then one year later, precisely, you say, what have you done in the past year? It wouldn't surprise me if most of them said, yeah, I've taken Kratom in the past year. Because, like, the day after the interview, they may may have or probably took Kratom. (laughs) I mean, so, like, that would be included, I would assume. You see this huge drop. Well... Does that mean that so many people who were taking Kratom in the 12 to 17 year old range, it, that most of them were 17? Uh, or does that mean that like the Kratom Consumer Protection Act started kicking in? Like, and so there was less, you know, Kratom being served to minors? Um, was it like the 17 year old became an 18 year old? So now they're in the next category. That doesn't make 90,000 people appear out of thin air. That, uh, according to the decrease at most, that would, you know, make, uh, 20 that would make 19,000 so like additional people so obviously there's some growing like kratom usage but there's also some decrease there in the number of adolescents using it just in 2021 2022 i'm certainly not making any like grand statements here about now or even then this is just based on these reports and i guess the last thing i'll mention and then i'll sign off for the weekend is that i i also noticed that so you have 0.6 percent or 1.4 million adults 26 or older in 2021, okay? 1.4 million. Then you have 1.5 million the following year. So that's 100,000 more. But when you look at 18 to 25-year-olds, so just the tier below that, you have an increase of about the same amount. You have 284,000 in 2021, 371,000 in 2022. That's almost 100,000 more people the following year. So you have this decrease like not necessarily having but almost having of the number of adolescents you have an increase in the number overall but you have an increase at the same amount more or less for adults 18 25 and adults 26 and older the difference being that there's only 284,000 adults or young adults 18 25 taking it in 2021 and there's 1.4 million older adults so that's like what 
one, two, three, four, five times, six times more. And yet you're seeing the same number, actual number of people increase in taking it. So I'm not, I don't have a calculator in front of me right now, but I'm, I am assuming that that means that the growing rate in young adults is like three, four, five, six times faster than in older adults, or I just don't understand how math works and that might be the case. But at the end of the day, hopefully you know what I'm saying. If you add 100,000 to 200,000, it's going to make a bigger difference than if you add 100,000 to 1.4 million. So it seems like there's a real growth pattern happening here in young adults and kind of like a slight growth older and and overall general there's certainly a growth and then adolescence there's a fairly steep decrease but again i don't think that kratom's being reported on that well in these research papers because they're not classifying it as anything since you can't classify it as anything and so they like kind of like write it off in some ways in terms of how to talk about it I think and if I'm right about that I might not be but if I'm right about that then I think it just further makes the case that we want to know more about it as always but like now I kind of am wanting to pay more attention to the the age of people who are taking it I kind of already knew that more people who were in that age range were taking it but it it's it's worth keeping in mind I think and also watching those numbers because hey if we see like if we see the same number of people increase, like the same amount of people increasing in terms of just sheer numbers in one group versus another, and that means you're going to double the amount of people taking it in an age range versus just like, you know, add a small part to it, that really means there's a there's a very clear pattern. And then you know where all the Kratom's being bought and where it's growing quickly and where things can go wrong very easily and where a market might target people. Um... For sure. So anyway, all this in saying, yeah, we need more research. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was throwing it out there, talking through some numbers that kind of piqued my interest. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. Hope that didn't give you a little bit of a mind boggle before you head home yourself. And we'll be back on Monday. Talk to y'all then. <laughs>